I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Hi, and welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, One Piece at a Time. I'm Sean, your host, and... Right alongside me, as usual, is my wonderful wife, Alexandria. Hey, hey, babe. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to the show. Yep, it's good to be here. Yes. Uh, this episode, we're going to be doing a little bit of a Q&A of some of our favorite stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love getting, you know, kind of uh, challenged by the listeners and seeing what they have to say. So, yeah. Interacting yeah. a little bit. Yeah. In our world right now, the only thing we're doing is focusing on our dogs. Our puppies coming. Our little puppies <laughs> coming in a couple of days. Tomorrow will be 10 days, and I just feel like it's going to go so fast. Like, it's going to literally be like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Here we are. Yeah. So We're, We already brought Grace into the pet store to get some things. And mm-hmm. We just have to get some more things fun. ready. Um, so we're super, super excited. He loves looking at old dog toys. Yeah. Like, he's like, hmm, what is this? It mm-hmm. looks like a kid's toy. That's because he used to play with the dog toys know, when he was a baby. I know. <laughs> Constantly. And Savannah then would play with his toys. Yes. Their, their roles were, like, reversed. She was more like a human, and he was more like a little doggy. Did you see him? Then. Yeah. Did you see him looking at the dog in the store? He, like, stood mm-hmm. back, looked at it, like, what is that thing? I was like, yeah. you see the doggy? And he just, like, looked at her real quick and then turned and, like, walked, ar- walked around them. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take him a little while to get used to having a dog. Yeah, I think he's going to laugh a lot at them and, like, what they're doing and stuff. You know? I mean, having a puppy, you know what I mean? Other I know, it's going to take me a lot to get used to, too, just because I think back to, like, three years ago during therapy, and I'm really nervous about that, especially because I'm going to have two. <laughs> I can't wait for you to call them Savannah. I probably will. I probably will. Your names are Savina and Murphy. Yeah. Savina, I probably definitely will call Savannah. Yeah. I I, I could already see. I'll (laughs) probably do it, too, actually. Especially because the markings are the same. When you see the little butt running down the hallway, you're automatically going to say that, you know? Except it's going to be a lot smaller in the start, right? Yeah. I hope (laughs) they have a good, safe flight in. I hope they're okay. We'll keep you updated. Yeah. We'll definitely have a video on our... Building Puzzle Instagram. And vlog, too. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, we're going to definitely be taking a lot of videos, because back yes. when I got Savannah, it wasn't really, you know... I mean, you, you had a cell phone, but it was just they different. They didn't have cameras on You just... Yeah, they did. They did? Yeah. Even when I was 18, my cell phone did. But I just... Like, it was the flip phone, you know, Sprint one. But I just... I think this is going to be completely different, because there wasn't so really good. social media. There was no Facebook. You had MySpace, but you just... It was different. Would you have a Mo- Motorola Razor? No, I never had a the razor. Flip, the flip razor? Nope, the I had palette. the Sprint one. Those were so, I remember when those were so cool. Now if I had one of those... I, I had a lot of them. friends that had them. I wanted this? one, I know. Did you see the new phones that are actually half flip? No. Oh, they're really, they're really cool. I think them? Samsung makes it yeah. really cool. I saw it in person. It's an AutoZone. You know, the one thing that's cool about like Android-based phones compared <laughs> to iPhones is like they're... They come out with, like, Samsung and all that stuff in different shapes and sizes yeah. and, like, flip and, like, all different stuff. Like, the iPhones, in a way, are very similar to one another. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the way they're laid out. The only like, thing they the change are, like, the bezels them. and stuff. That's it, the yeah, glass. like, the buttons and the glass are a little different yeah. on them. But, like, they're not, like, majorly mm-hmm. designed. Yeah, the design mm-hmm. isn't majorly changed. Right, so. right, yeah. 
So that's that's one thing I miss about. Having I love the Android functionality. Phones, so. Well, that's the thing. I love the functionality of the iPhone, but I wish that it was, you know, like they changed more about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Throughout the years and stuff. But anyway, enough about phones. Let's yes. get to these questions. Let's get into it. The first one. Um, it's kind of multi-part. Mm-hmm. Uh, three questions in one, actually. Oh. <laughs> go back how, or go home. <laughs> how normal are regressions? How often do they take place? And how have you dealt with them? Super common. Can happen constantly, especially when the child is learning new skills. Don't and scare everybody now. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it, they sometimes can be... I know that if Grayson is excelling in a lot of areas and then is taking steps back in other areas, I'm like, oh, okay, he's in the middle of a growth spurt. He's excelling in other areas and other areas are taking a backseat. Um, and that's totally normal. You're going to... Autism, you are going to face regressions throughout, you know, the course of this. Um, it's very common. Nothing to be alarmed. They can be really scary. They can, you know, Grayson regressed a few times. Um to where he was babbling, things like that, and then would just stop. Um, so we've had our share of, of that. And it is discouraging, you know? You think, okay, he's starting to babble, he's going to start talking, and then he doesn't. And you just, it's like so many times like that, you know? Um, so it's very discouraging, especially when you've been working on things, and, you know, they kind of do take a step back. Um, but the skill, our o- my OT always said that the skill is never lost, um, mm-hmm. they always, they never forget it. So just because they're yeah. choosing not to do it, they still know how to do it. Yeah. So, and once you have like a, OT, Grayson's <laughs> OT. <laughs> once you have like a bigger sample size too, like now, like we've done therapy for what, three and a half years Yeah. or maybe more, mm-hmm. you know, once you have a large sample size like that, I think it, the perspective on it's a little different because you see them have these regressions and have these huge you know milestones moving forward and accomplishing mm-hmm. things and you look you know if you look back from now to three and a half years ago like you see all of the progress he's made yeah and even though he's had regressions along the way overall he's made progress in pretty Absolutely. much every area yeah so <clears throat> i know in the and beginning you know, behavior when it happens, has taken a step back a little bit we're kind of yeah. lately having some uh increased behavior um, what I did do, though, yesterday and today was I put him back on his fish oil since, you know, I did give it to him recently, but it wasn't consistent since he's stopped drinking milk. Um, so I am doing just two drops a day, and I have noticed a huge difference, especially with the babbling. Yesterday and today, he's been babbling so much, and we did do the fish oil. I did the fish oil. And if you recall, the first time we did the fish oil, when we sure first put him on it, he would know he was so alert. That mm-hmm. was the first vitamin yeah. we started when we were like, oh, my God, like, it was so noticeable. So I'm hoping that, you know, that it's because of that, too. Yeah. And if you're if you have a regression, you kind of just got to go back and reinforce some of that, that stuff that you did in the beginning mm-hmm. to teach the, the skill in the first place. Right. Um, and usually they should get back on track faster than they did the, you know, learn it. To begin with, the first time. Right, so. right. Uh, next question. I am a grandmother, and uh, my son is in denial, or f- and he's refusing to get my grandson evaluated um, or any necessary therapies. How can I help get him to address the situation? Try to talk to him in a, you know, very kind of loving way. Don't come off, like, attackish or anything like that. Just have a conversation with your son. Um... 
and, and see how that works. He may still be in denial, and ultimately it is up to the parent to get them diagnosed and carry through with services. Um, hopefully you can do something depending on your state. Um, but yeah, he really needs to be on board, especially if therapy, if he doesn't live with you in therapy needs to be conducted and he's home, that, that would be really difficult. So, um, you definitely need to be on the same page. Um, even yeah. try therapy if he's not try to talk to a professional and yeah, it's going to, it's really tough. Um, yeah. There are tons of parents in denial. Yeah, it's really tough, you know, being, like, the third person in that Mm -hmm. situation. Like, like Alex said, like, you know, when you, if you talk to him about it, depending on how you talk to him about it, you might get a bad reaction from him, which is then just going to, like, um, reinforce his resolve in it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Usually, because that's what happens when people get, you know, kind of, like, confronted. A lot of times they, like, hunker down and, like, you know, become more and more determined not to change their mind or look at things a different way. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, like, maybe suggesting some things or, you know, having somebody that, I mean, I don't know if you know anybody that has a child that has ASD or is on the spectrum and have them kind of talk to him, potentially, um... Or if there's just someone that's more trust, like he trusts a lot and confides in a lot, that may be one someone that can, you know, connect with him a little bit more. Right. And having them talk to him about it might be a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, like Alex yeah. said, though, there's not like one, you know, really specific answer to that question, um, and it's very difficult. It's a very hard thing to tip yeah. toe around and stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, my son has been copying his cousin's bad behaviors. What can you do to prevent that from happening? What are your thoughts, sweetheart? Um. So this one is, is another common one. Uh, even in school, you know, they are going to pick up on behaviors. Even neurotypical children do that. Um, and that was something that I was actually really important to me with Grace not going to school. But when it's a cousin, um, you either need to, A, have a conversation with the parent, um, whoever that may be to you, and let them know, you know, we have a lot of behavior problems, so we're either going to have to take a break or we're going to have to get on the same page here. And you honestly might have to step away for a little while. Um, I know that, you know, we didn't have behavioral issues or Grayson picking up other behaviors, but we even stepped away from family because we needed, when you're having those behaviors, um, I feel as though it's just best to focus on them and try not to put the child in a situation like that, even though that is real life. Um, I think you kind of need to bring them back to center before you can engage in something like that again. Yeah. Unfortunately, it might be something you just have to do for a little while. Yeah. Um, We had to do that. I think, you know, initially it was a little sad for some of the family members. But Absolutely. I think they realized pretty quickly what was going on and that it was important. And, yeah, you know, looking back on it, that it was a good thing now. You know, It was so. all new to us. You know, we really needed to <clears throat> learn and focus on Grayson and not really depend on anybody else. Um, just for our own sake of knowing how to take care of him. So, yeah. Next question. How was home? Homeschool is going great. 
Yeah, he's doing better. He is. He... We still do have to get a computer, though, for the kindergarten because it's just too annoying. Yeah, we've been focusing on the preschool stuff. Even though he knows a good amount of the material, I think it's still valuable to get him engaged in getting through, like, the whole lesson. The lessons are, like, 45 minutes long, I'd say. Right, right. Um, You know, and that's a long time for him to be engaged, especially with therapy as well. Yeah. So he's come a long way from his his first... he has. Class session. So. He does his projects. Um, he's really good with that. You know, certain things like writing, tracing letters, like all of that, he definitely needs to improve. However, in other areas, I would say he's probably above kindergarten level. I'm spelling the words that he's spelling. I mean, I don't, I don't know when they learn these words, but I know it's not in kindergarten that they're writing like movement and firefighters and words in Spanish for spider and bee. I know that. Um, yeah. So... You know, and and things like that. He is advanced. I mean, he's starting to do like pronouns, verbs. That's going to take time, but he does this these things on the iPad. It's just yeah. amazing. Um, That's how he plays, and a lot of that is the himself. first grade app. So you know, but it's it's one of those things with him that I think the structure of the preschool and learning in a structured way through a lesson as opposed to watching a video. That's what this is getting him more comfortable and used to. Yeah, I can only imagine if we were trying to give him lessons that were more challenging and teach him completely new things that the fact that they're really challenging and then he also has to sit at a table and follow directions and all that probably be pretty overwhelming for him and probably really hard it would be so I think the fact that he knows a lot of the material or most of the material from the preschool class Helps a lot. Helps, because we could just focus on, like, that routine of class. You know what I mean? Especially because Grayson gets super frustrated when he gets something wrong. Um, Like, we even, therapy had to stop saying, like, no, they, like, now, like, try again. And he does get really upset. Like, a lot of times I hear our therapist say to him, like, it's okay to get something wrong. He just cannot handle it. Um, You know, he's, it's kind of like an OCD perfectionist type of thing going on here. Um, and I get it. And, you know, it's great that at that age he strives for that. It can be unhealthy in some ways, but at that age for him want to perform so well is really amazing, actually, you know, yeah. because most kids, they don't care. You know, I mean, I know yeah. when I was in school, I was like, oh, Tess, I don't, I don't care. I didn't even study, yeah. you know, like because I didn't apply myself. But him, every single moment is like a learning experience for him, whether iPad or not. Yeah. And, you know. We've realized, like, we can, you know, regardless of age and stuff, since he's on the spectrum, we can kind of work with him, with his schooling, at his pace. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to force things down his throat. Like, he... Exactly. If, if it takes him a couple of extra months to finish, you know, first grade or whatever, like, it's fine. It's not the exactly. end of the like, world. Exactly, it doesn't mean like, he failed that grade or anything. Even, like, our BCBA yeah, was like, you don't need to get everything done, like... Stop stressing about it. Like we have more flexibility, so yeah, and that's an advantage for homeschooling, I think, too. Especially it is, in this especially kind of situation. when academically we know, and all of his therapists know, he is not going to struggle academically. For Grayson, it's going to be like focusing and behavioral, but as far as knowing information, he's not going to struggle there. Um, so I know that if we kind of do a relaxed, relaxed approach, kind of the homeschool, that he is going to be fine in the end because. He He's going to know it, so. Uh, Homeschooling. Um, 
is homeschooling what you expected and what has surprised you about homeschooling? Um, yeah, it's what I expected completely. Um, I think, you know, I think it would be different. Like, you know, let's say he was neurotypical. I think it would be different if you were like, okay, you know, have a seat. We're going to do finger paint. And they were kind of doing that. We do a lot of hand over hand for a lot of things too. Um, so yeah, it's definitely different than if you were homeschooling a neurotypical. Um, but the reward is the same. And, you know, for us, just our beliefs right now and... You know, the behavior, worrying about behaviors and things like that was enough for us to want to homeschool. And, you know, I know a lot of um, friends that will say, like, how do you even have the patience? Like, I would just give in and send them to school. I'm like, you wouldn't if your beliefs were strong enough. Like, you, you, that's not an option. Like, that is in no way an option. Um, and it's hard for people to understand that, so. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much exactly what I expected it to be. Um... Like a couple things may have surprised me, like doing some some Spanish stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, back when we were kids, they didn't do Spanish mm-hmm. till like I don't know what, at least fifth grade. It's perfect for him because he loves it. Grade. So um, that was quite interesting. Remember when it's like three, you wrote down the Spanish words <coughs> on um, like etch a sketch thing, yeah. and he knew one, He's two, brilliant. three, all of that. The kid's brilliant. It's so funny because a, a friend of mine actually this past weekend that I've had experience with. Um, actually said about homeschool and like I, I don't know how you do it like I would have just like sent, sent him already I'm like no because then he would need like another shot of MMR and we're not ready to do that yet and um, they just some people just don't understand it um, mm. so I'd rather not have a break and hold strong to my beliefs than have a break 100% next question I'm adding some supplements to my daughter's diet what brands do you recommend so, number one, we're not going to give medical advice. I will tell you what brands I recommend, though, but we are no way going to give medical advice and make sure you go through a biomedical doctor or somehow to just find out the dosing um, and stuff like that. Um, you don't really want to just start them on anything. I mean, yes, listen, let's be honest. Vitamin Bs are safe, things like that, yes. Um, but when you're getting more involved, then you should definitely, you know, contact a professional. Um, so, brands, um, I... We did pure, excuse me, we did pure encapsulations and they're good. The only thing I don't think I like about them is I believe they're made by Pepsi manufacturers. Um, and I just don't feel like they should be getting involved in vitamins. So that doesn't sit well with me, but double check me on that one. Um, I could be totally wrong, but it's not like Pepsi. It's like, you know, whatever. It's like a subsidiary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, definitely check that. But Da Vinci Labs are fantastic. Yes. Um, some people like now... I like now for certain ones. I'm not really into them fully. Um, da Vinci Labs and Claire Labs. Claire Labs has great probiotics. Um, you know, we buy ours on Amazon. They're fantastic. Um, Jaro is fantastic and also um, Kirkman. Um, so they're the ones. Kirkman has a great multivitamin that's uh, high in B6 magnesium. Um, our therapist was actually just looking at the bottle last week, and he was like, oh, my God, this has so much B6 and magnesium. I was like, yeah, like, it's supposed to. That's, you know, helps with autism. Um, so, yeah, so, and they're, it's a multivitamin. Adults take it. You can take it. Um, the whole family can take it. So I'm actually going to be ordering the powder from them since Grayson stopped drinking um, and try to mix some powder into his yogurt. So I'm actually going to call the company tomorrow. And they're fantastic, Kirkman. 
Um, they have fantastic customer service. And do your research on them. They started in the 70s with just all, all children with autism because their vitamin was working, and now everybody takes it, the whole family, adults, everything. Um, so, yeah, it's just a multivitamin. But And then we do DMG, which is Da Vinci Labs, Probiotic, Claire Labs. Um, we do do 5-HTP, and that is now... Um, Jaro is the Instatol, and then the Trace Mineral Drops. Um, yeah. And then vitamin B12 is Clarlabs. Okay, next question. I never seem to be able to find time for myself. How, how are you able to find time for your own self-care? So if you have a significant other, ask them for help. Um, if that's impossible, try to turn to a family member or a friend. And if that's not possible, go through your state, go through respite care if need be, even if it's just for an hour for yourself. And you don't even have to go far. You can literally, you know, go to a park, whatever you need to do. Um, us personally, we didn't do respite care. I, I wasn't really crazy about that. But yeah, by all means, if you have no other outlet, yeah, I would absolutely take advantage of it. Um, so it's, it's super important, though. You yeah. need it. And I think... Even a lot of my friends, I think they look at it as, like, kind of selfish, but it's it's totally not. You need to be 100%, so. Yeah, and you bring a better version of yourself to your kids if you're healthier. Mm-hmm. And that's part of maintaining your health. Yeah. So, um, you know, also, like, just squeezing in little bits of time. When they go to bed. Yeah, different parts of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they're still napping doing something for yourself while they're napping and mm-hmm. revitalizing yourself like Alex Even said at night or whatnot like yeah there's ways you can kind of squeeze things in yeah um that kind of keep you going they like sleep little things. sometimes so and even if you're tired like we said if they nap take a nap with them so that when they go to bed later on you can do something for yourself yeah. last one what keeps you guys motivated in moving forward each other each other and Grayson Looking at Grayson every single day gives us a purpose to let you guys know everything that's going on and try to help you just from our experiences that we are literally living day to day. Um, It's therapeutic for us, too. And I think that's one of the reasons we enjoy it. Yeah. Like, just being able to talk about, you know, the things we go through, the things we've learned, I think kind of, you know, it's almost like a, a type of therapy or self-care in and of itself so yeah it's like an outlet for us to talk about it and not bombard our family or people who aren't going through the same thing and can't relate to us and that was a big thing you know when you're going through this not everybody understands you have friends that aren't going through it and family that never went through it so you kind of need somebody that you can like listen to it like us and it's kind of like oh my god yeah that's literally happening right now like they get it you know and we do. And as much as we say Grayson's doing great, we have, you know, right now been dealing with some behaviors. Um, therapy has been difficult. We'll get into that another time, though. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm on edge. We have puppies coming in 10 days, so I'm a little nervous because, you know, it's alarming if he's, you know, hitting himself or trying to hit one of us. It does worry me with two new puppies coming in that, like, oh, my gosh, what happens if they grow up and he sees them him hitting us and they go to protect us and they hurt him um they're definitely concerns and all i can do right now is you know prepare and train the dogs have him learn to respect them and he did great with his sister 
Um, but it's the dogs now mostly that I have to train with him, not him. I'm not too concerned with him. I'm concerned with them because our dog knew, like, how he was. These puppies are going to be, like, trying to get all over him to kiss him. And Mm -hmm. our dog, like, she was smart. Like, she knew when to step back. She, you know, even at 16, 17, she would kind of go next to him and stuff, and I would be right there. But I definitely have to be prepared with all of that. Um, Yeah, I mean, what motivates me is just, like, the, uh, you know... The fact that we have, you know, big goals. We have mm-hmm. big goals. We have yeah. a purpose. We, and we don't really lose sight of our purpose. We try no. to stay focused on our purpose for doing the things we're doing. Yeah, like we don't make any money off you know? of this. And we dedicate our time. You know, we have not literally made a dime off of this. Um, it's all free work that we put into our free time. Um, and eventually, you know, obviously we'd like to make it more of a business. Yeah, I mean, um, we're not going to charge you to listen or anything like know, that. Really. But yeah, we would run love to like you know deal with sponsorships and things like that. You know, um, yeah. and we do have big goals in the future. So like, yeah, we want to open up ABA centers, things like that. We want to get more stuff. involved in our speech company. Um, yeah, so this is just the stepping stone. But we give you guys this content for no charge, and that's how we like it. And you know, we wish that we we did you know listen to things like this. When we were going through it, so yeah, we learn a lot about ourselves too. Yeah, you know, um, it's not just about and, money; it's about whose life, yeah, life you can help and change. And obviously, the good things that we help other people with kind of really resonate with us, and mm-hmm. really f- give us a f- feeling of purpose and and things like that. Um, and since we don't charge you guys, you we want to hear so. more from you guys. <laughs> okay, that's our one deal. Send us an email, buildingthepuzzle at yahoo.com. We want to hear from you guys. Please follow our Instagram, Building the Puzzle. We're really trying to get a lot of exposure from that. Pass the word around. Um, Yeah, so, you know, shoot us a message. We want to hear from you guys. We appreciate you guys sending in your questions. And as always, buildingthepuzzle.com, Instagram and Facebook, Building the Puzzle. And we hope that you guys have a great day and that you've enjoyed this episode. Yeah, with that, we'll see you on the next episode. For autism, building Building the the puzzle puzzle, one piece piece at at a time. time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. Here at Building the Puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The Speech Paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com. You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268.